It's Thursday, October 5, 2023. Unprecedented and deeply alarming. Scientists are freaking out about September's record heat and Antarctica's missing ice. Critical climate targets still barely within reach thanks to growth of renewable energy. Plus, we will be bold. We will be radical. Bold and radical. British Prime Minister cancels high-speed rail, expands offshore drilling. All that bold, radical news and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So I have a choice of electrocution or shock. You know what I'm going to take? Don't care. Both sound good to me. This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the fallout from the summer that is apparently never ending. Hmm continues today and now there's concerns down in Antarctica? Yes, climate scientists are freaking out a bit after the hottest summer in recorded history. Temperatures in September are even more abnormal across the planet. Preliminary data from Japan's weather service this week indicates September 2023 beat the previous warmest September by such a wide margin that climate scientist Zeke Hausfather called it, quote, absolutely gobsmackingly bananas. NOAA scientists warn that global heat will keep rising as the El Nino weather pattern in the Pacific peaks early next year and to, quote, expect more records to be set in the coming months. I am expecting. All of that heat has consequences, especially for wildlife that can't escape. In Brazil, more than 100 Amazon River dolphins were found dead in a remote rainforest lake amid record drought and record hot water temperatures that topped 102 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. Scientists are also freaking out a bit because Antarctica's sea ice just hit a new unprecedented record low by an astonishing margin. According to the National Snow and Ice Data Center, increasing concerns that it could be entering a state of accelerating decline brought on by man-made global warming and record warm oceans. It matters because Antarctica's sea ice helps stabilize its vast land glaciers that would raise global sea levels substantially. And sea ice influences the ocean currents that distribute heat, nutrients, and oxygen across the planet, supporting the ocean food chain. As New Zealand scientist Natalie Robinson warned in an interview with News Hub, If we're going to change how the sea ice forms, we're actually changing some fundamental aspects of the global ocean system. Oh, that's all. In the UK, Conservative Prime Minister Rishi Sunak last week watered down Britain's climate targets, bizarrely claiming that it was in the nation's best long-term interest. This week, Sunak announced he cancelled a much-anticipated segment of a major high-speed rail project that would have revitalized northern England's economy and reduced air pollution. Then, Sunak approved a major new offshore oil and gas drilling project in the North Sea, ignoring warnings from scientists and the UN that countries must stop developing new fossil fuel resources to avoid catastrophic climate change. The move comes in advance of parliamentary elections and were broadly condemned even by Sunak's conservative predecessors. What the hell has gotten into Sunak and 
Maybe I should say, who has gotten to Sunak? Here in the U.S., Arizona's Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs said this week she is terminating controversial state-issued land leases that for years gave a farm owned by Saudi Arabia the ability to pump virtually unlimited amounts of the desert state's groundwater for free to grow alfalfa for export to Saudi Arabia. Worsening drought in Arizona has brought renewed attention to the issues of foreign-owned farms and unregulated groundwater pumping. I guess it has. Cue the right-wing outrage. The Department of Energy finalized new upgraded energy efficiency standards for natural gas-fired furnaces, requiring 95% efficiency for non-weatherized gas furnaces and those used in mobile homes. Take your dirty hands off my gas-powered furnace. The department says the new efficiency rules will cut down on indoor air pollution and save consumers' money on energy, collectively $25 billion over 30 years. Stop saving me money and saving my life. And finally, some encouraging news. Thanks to the rapid growth of renewable energy and electric cars around the world, the UN's International Energy Agency says we still have a chance of limiting man-made global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. Mm. However, to hold global warming in check, countries must triple renewable Renewable energy capacity, double the rate of energy efficiency upgrades, and cut methane emissions from fossil fuel production by 2030. The IEA says the methane solution would cost the oil and gas industry just $75 billion, or 2% of their profits, in 2022. So, there's still a chance. Mm -hmm. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website, at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Chances are your chances are awfully good.